forget the intro. I just didn't even click it. It's okay, girl. It's all right. Look, anybody here to watch it? So it don't even matter. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. How was your weekend? It was great. It was great. Wow. I don't recall it being that great. Tell me all about it. Wow. <laughs> well, being that it was my weekend. What'd you do? Yes, great is has something. No, yeah, I just don't remember what what you did. So tell us what you did. Well, there's nobody here. So what does that mean? People don't listen to us on Apple, Spotify, yeah. and Google Podcasts, huh? I guess they do. Okay, well, this is a recording. This is a live recording that is then transitioned over into another platform. It's just a nice situation when people decide to tune in and listen to us now. Um, So what did I do this weekend? I, I didn't do too much. I had boxing. That was rough. And then... Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and then, <laughs> whatever you did, it wore you all the way out. It wore me out. Oh, um, no, your church started Sunday. Yes. That's huge. Apparently not to you. <laughs> so, I remember now. It was like yeah. going to Bush Gardens. I remember now. Remember yes. you said it was like you have been to Bush Gardens all day. Yes. So my church. Is anyone here? Can y'all like drop a comment or something? Like it's real. Or hey y'all, how y'all doing? My sister. For those that are just joining, you've never seen us before. You don't know who the heck we are. Because we have those people sometimes. I am Tasha Mac. I am her big sister. And I do a whole bunch of things I don't feel like telling y'all about today. So, Danielle, go ahead. Tell us about church on Sunday. Yes. I think that's why I'm still tired. She has yawned like five times. We've been here like two minutes. You don't understand. So, my church is Hillsong Atlanta. Um, We just opened. Our opening day was June 6th, which was Sunday, yesterday. It was amazing. And I don't know if it's just that Atlanta does church differently or if it's a Hillsong thing or what, but they had fresh baked cookies, <laughs> um, water and coffee. And I was just so impressed by the hospitality, to be honest. And I was like, okay, this must be how they do it. Are you checking to see if the commons work? No, they're, they're, no, there are people responding on my page. So uh, I, okay. I, I didn't mean to do Why that. Why are you on the other page? I don't know. <laughs> They're all like, hey, we're here. I'm like, yeah, we don't see you. Okay, so anyway. On the Facebook page, our Or Not podcast, face, podcast Facebook page, we can see your comments where we are now. Unless I log in somewhere else and look at them on my page. So that's why we didn't know you were here. Thank you for joining us. Carry on. Fresh cookies. Um, There's fresh baked cookies. Um, Jonathan McReynolds was there and I got to see him. I don't know if anyone loves gospel music. (laughs) Then, you know, Jonathan McReynolds is like single and very... um, You know, he's something to desire after, unfortunately. (laughs) 
<laughs> right in church. And so when I was, when I saw him, I was getting to the cookies. <laughs> Look at Marquita in the background. Yes, Marquita. I was getting to the cookies and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That is just a random young black man that looks like he loves God. That's a, that's a, that's Jonathan McReynolds. So that, that happened. And I told all the girls at church, like, oh my gosh, y'all, Jonathan McReynolds just, it just <laughs> walked past me. I mean, I had a whole opportunity right there and I should have said something. But, you know, nonetheless, church was awesome. Um, the service was good. It was like a concert. Sugar asked me, um, hmm. Sugar asked me, um, it's okay, Anita girl. Sugar asked me, was I in these streets? I received a text message and I was like, no. She was like, oh, I thought you was out last night, girl, because <laughs> your Instagram looked like you was at a party, a club. <laughs> I was like, girl, we was. We was getting lit for God. <laughs> yes, and my beat was killing me. So I stood up the whole time. So yeah, you guys can um, see more of that. Oh, I don't have my shirt. I purchased a shirt, these shirts that we have, but I don't know where it's at. So that's why I'm so tired, y'all, I think. I'm just going through a little flare up right now. I got the little heated pad <laughs> on and everything. So I'm just pushing through on the season finale. <laughs> season finale, we have 40 episodes as of today. Yes. So I wanted to take a minute to do like a super duper big shout out to some really faithful, um, some really faithful members, like people who sign in every weekend for the most part. Um, so first, uh, he's not even up here yet, but I'll shout him out again when he comes back. There is a time difference, but um, his you'll see him up there on YouTube. It's I think it's Super Mac. He's like a huge, huge fan of ours, and we really appreciate him logging in all the way across the country. I, I don't know how I feel about that word. I would say a supporter. He's a big fan. He he. A fan? Yeah. He, oh, you don't like the word fan? I don't like oh, that word. I mean, I'm not a celebrity or a star. Like so. Fans? Huh? You think of like OnlyFans when you? No, I don't think only fans. I mean, no, I was just saying that fans mean like celebrity, and that's not me, but maybe that's you. I'm not. mm -mm. Okay, so, and the other person is already in the comments. Toya, girl, she be holding us down every week. I I think Toya be in the car and be watching us or in the grocery store, but she just makes time for us. And that just really warms all of this right here. That just really makes me feel really special on the inside. So Toya, thank you so much. And last but not least, Anita. Anita tunes in, whether it's before the show, after the show, she tunes in and still laughs. So we just thank y'all for um, being such big Purport, purporters, supporters. <laughs> thank you, Latoya, girl. She oh, said you love us. We love you too, girl. Too. We're hoping one day we'll be able to meet everybody. You know, you think about it, this whole virtual world, you don't get to know nobody. You don't really get to meet people face to face. That's so, true. You know, um, with the world opening back up, you know, hopefully there'll be some homecomings and some parties and just something where people, cookouts, where people can get together and do things, so... That'll be fun. I think that people are already doing that. It's starting. I think it's starting. I think it's a slow yeah. roll, but some yeah. people are afraid, you know. So um, yeah, 
There's that. Uh, let's, weekend? My weekend was okay. Uh, it was all right, you know. Uh, but I will say I spent a lot of time with family this weekend, so that was kind of heartfelt. Of course, I didn't have my sister here, but she'll be here in a few days. I will uh, not be there in a few days. I don't know why you keep saying that. It makes me feel good if I say you'll be here in a few days. Well, whatever. I so think that you may be living in some type of delusional state of reality. So with that said, you may want to talk to somebody about that. You always want me to talk to somebody about that. So I did want to tell everybody that we're in Mercury retrograde. I don't know if anybody knows what that is. I was looking for a, a real definition so that I could like read it to y'all because when so you're in Mercury what your what your definition is. Well, I think when you're in, well, when we're in Mercury retrograde, um, it's as I've been told, it's a time to reflect and reset, but at the same time, everything can happen. So this is just a weird time where if you've been feeling a little off or things have just not been going right, whether it's love life, whether it's your job, the kids have been acting kooky, we're in retrograde, y'all. So just don't make any important decisions right now. You should make decisions after the 22nd to the 29th. We're completely done with it in the 29th. So I would recommend, you know, anything after the 22nd. The 22nd is Danielle's birthday. She's taking monetary donations. Facebook allows you to send gift cards through Facebook. So we're more than welcome to taking that in. Um, and yeah, that's my Mac moment. That's all I got. I just really want people to be make no important decisions until the 29th. Okay. That's it. What you got? You got um, a still rise? Yeah. So my still I rise is about the new Netflix series, High on the Hog, um, which I haven't seen yet, but I plan on watching it this week. It, it's a show that shows how African-American food became actually American food. So it's another situation where, once again, Black culture, Black history has been erased and kind of basically whitewashed. I think that's the word for that. Um, and it kind of shows that a lot of times we, we as Black people are the foundation of a lot of um, things that we consider American now. Um, and so I think that's a really good watch. Um, I'll have... Yes, Latoya, watch that this week and then we reconvene on Monday. I'll let y'all know what I think about it on Monday. It's a four-part series, so I believe... Are we Monday? Excuse me? Are we coming back Monday? We usually have a break in between. Oh, okay, I guess we'll talk about it in two Mondays. <laughs> um, and so it's just really good to have, you know, knowledge of where things come from and really just another option, another opportunity for you to be immersed in your culture. Thank you for that. It's called High on the Hog? Yes, it's called High on the Hog. Interesting. Yeah. I heard it was good. Okay. Well, how High on work? the Hog, Stephanie. So can get T-H-E in there. Yes, we can, LaToya. Come on. Latoya better come on, Latoya. Why are you coming on the show, girl? Latoya said we can discuss it on the Or Not podcast page. So I'm gonna watch it not tonight. We can discuss the first two episodes, possibly. And um and then we'll move on from that. Okay. Is it time to bring her in? 
can bring Marquita in early and that way we can spend some more time with our guests as well. Okay. It was my fault. I didn't know that you add her in and then a whole nother soundtrack comes on. I didn't know that happened. I'm sorry. Well, it's her music playing in the back. Not necessarily mine. I don't dabble in the studio. No. (laughs) It's my music. (laughs) Apparently, I do the dabbling. Um, Danielle is the dabbler. Send all beats. Yeah. Don't send the the beats to me, guys. Um, Okay, Marquita, what do you have for us? Hey, y'all. Hey, my weekend was all right, but you know, back back to this news, honey. So the fight, and we we are cutting you a little short. Okay. Okay, telling me now doesn't do nothing for later. I don't know why why we have to go do this every Monday. I'm just preparing you because it's not part of the agenda. Just kick me on off when it's time. Yeah. Oh, y'all know I'm back. This is the season for now. I'll be back. God. You are gonna learn next season. Season five. Maybe this retrograde Gatorade is gonna help me out with being good with my time management. Who who? Okay. So uh, this weekend, a lot of people are upset about this fight with Floyd Mayweather and and Logan Paul, Sean Paul, Logan's Restaurant. I don't know what the little baby name is. He got a brother. I don't know what his name is. The Paul Brothers. He didn't fight Floyd Mayweather this weekend. And a victory for them is Floyd didn't knock him out. But (laughs) Floyd won. So a lot of people are upset. I would That's be upset. It wasn't a winner. I thought it was like an expedition fight, so it wasn't a winner. Is that true? I don't know what it is because I wasn't watching that mess. I don't understand how a professional and YouTuber got in the same ring together. I really don't. I don't know how the boxing rules go. I don't know if you just. I don't know if it's a playground thing. I'll see you at the at three o'clock at the jungle gyms. I don't really know if that's the what they <laughs> use to put these fights together. But apparently, a YouTuber and a bo- or a professional boxer can get in the ring together. Uh, so everybody want their damn money back. Pay per view. Whoever service provided that you get. Uh, a lot of people gonna be disputing them charges because. <laughs> Y'all wasted on people's money on that fight. Can we talk about Chad Johnson fighting? So, yeah, Chad Johnson fought, and he lasted. So I guess that was a victory for him. Everybody's standards have become lower. I didn't. I don't really know. <laughs> he said as long as he stayed up them three rounds, he was a winner. So uh, I don't really know. If that's how winners are de- de- determined, I don't know. It's too many participation yes. trophies going out right now, and it you know, was only like fifty dollars. It was only fifty dollars to watch it on Showtime. Well, I think uh, Floyd Mayweather he might have did it for the bag. He got several bags for this. I think he got like five hundred million dollars yeah. or something like this to do this regular fight. So you know what I'm saying? I just felt like. He should have knocked them out, but that's neither here 
nor yeah. there. The fight was just, it was whack and it was unnecessary. Good thing to Chad. He lasted all the rounds that he was supposed to last. So he's proud of himself. Uh, he got his participation medal and he's all right with that. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't really know. Everybody um came to the fight. They was really, really dressed up and fancy and fly. And it was just like, mm-hmm. oh y'all, y'all, y'all came to this county. Well, you know, nobody's been anywhere. No one has been anywhere. So you gotta keep that in mind. This is like... dressed for this little cafeteria fight. I everybody <laughs> was dressed to the nines, honey. Y'all, I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna call this the boxing match because I don't know what to call it. A cafeteria fight, meet me at the jungle gyms at three o'clock. I don't know what this is, Jerry Springer. I, I, I'm, I know I'm your boyfriend, but I'm really a girl type of fight. Whatever this fight was, this is just it was just for strictly for entertainment. But uh, everybody was mad. Dispute the charges and get your money back. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, what's up next? Um, so Safari Erica has filed. Erica Mena has filed for um, for a divorce from Safari and sad relationship. Maybe news. Uh, and um, now they cannot decide on who gets custody. And I just want to know: is either one of them qualified to get custody of these kids? Because um. Yeah, I don't want neither one of them to take care of me if I was a child. If I was their children, I'd raise my hand. Excuse me, Your Honor. And uh, <laughs> is 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 there a grandparent we can go with or something like hey, that? Is she pregnant? She is pregnant now. We don't know if she's having a boy or a girl, but she is pregnant now, and she does have a child from a um, previous, a previous relationship as well. So, I mean, congratulations, but at the same time, she want to be pregnant and get a divorce at the same time, girl, that is too, that's too stressful, but you go ahead, but I just want to know where the grandparents at. Uh, so if I recall your Jamaican grandma, these kids help take care of you. Uh, I try not yeah. to entertain it. I mean, I know you're entertaining it, but I, they do, I just feel like you're a bit of a... Your hot topics, I know. I just feel like they're a hot mess, and I wouldn't be surprised if they change their mind and they stay together. Oh, or yeah. they, they probably gonna they probably gonna come out with a series on Zeus or something like that. So we just gotta wait for that. We don't really know what's going on. Love and hip hop season thirty five. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what they're gonna do? Love and hip hop reggaeton. I don't know what they're gonna do with this relationship, but. <laughs> I just decided to put that out there. I can't take him serious. Like he has music and stuff. Like I can't take him serious. He should just stay with what he's got going on. He shouldn't make any. Nothing going on. Well, they got their OnlyFans going on. I don't really know how they're gonna divide up the money. I showed my penis more than you showed your nipples. I don't really know how to. This this is. We just gotta wait to see how this is played out. If they're really gonna get a divorce, but I just want one of the grandmamas to come pick these kids up and not have them in the mix of this foolishness. Yes, I agree. Speaking you of agree. other relationship foolishness, uh, what's the baby name? It's, uh, Simon, Simon Gambodia, Gorgonzola, whatever that baby last name is. Uh, Portia, they, they didn't. His, his girl, he didn't got so much drama going on already, and I just want, I just want to ask Portia, right? When is too so? This man got a whole field of red flags, and you is out here. This is an older man. Yeah, the the the. Oh, the I haven't been 
or the, you know the one that she was that they said that she was friends with the lady. The lady was a I'm friend probably, of the show. Was her probably, now he's saying that she cheated first with some little young tenderoni man. And the young tenderoni man said, I was not cheating with her. I don't know what he's talking about. And like I said, this is just too much drama to get into when you first get in a relationship with somebody. God dang, don't you at least wait? Oh, and it's another lady that then came out and said, right before he, right, right before he proposed to Portia, she was sitting in the car. Chilling, they was dating and whatnot. Going, think about going on trips and all of that stuff like that. So I just, I just want to know what they see. I want to know who is your contact provider that put the things in your eyes that made you see that this man is attractive. I just want to know who is your contact. It has, to do with that. it has to do everything with money. Well, and you know just, what? It has <laughs> everything. That man is not attractive. What a million dollars will make somebody look real good. Somebody I dated unattractive I'm gonna get what do you men and they didn't have money. I think you have a very large heart. I don't have that type of heart. Well, but maybe Portia has a heart like that. She, we are literally birthday twins. They're birthday twins. So, so it may not be that. It's just I don't remember you flaunting no ugly ass man around us. So you weren't around there's a little bit of difference. There's a little bit of you difference. Around then. That's not fair. <laughs> Good thing I won't, because we won't take that. I'm sorry. gonna have to you ugly and broke. She's gonna have to leave you alone. We cannot do anything with that. We can't take no girls' trips on your money or nothing like that. You got to go. Uh but uh shout out to all of the ugly broke people. We definitely appreciate you being here on, oh on Earth. Is somebody nice out there for you. Unfiltered. You are so then you caught me on a good Monday. Pearls is popping today. Y'all is gonna get this work. What on your shirt? Uh it is a, it's a unicorn. That's all. It's just a little is a little this, rainbow. Is this um, I thought about that. Maybe subliminally that I picked this shirt out because it is pride, pride yeah, one. Uh, shout out, shout out to the she's, he's, them's, and they's, and whatever you want <laughs> else you want to say that you are, and all the letters, the LGBTQIA, all y'all letters. Uh, I don't want to offend none of y'all because you posted it. Stop right where you are, then. Okay, don't say anything <laughs> else. I'm not not canceled, so I just want to say uh, happy Pride Month. I hope y'all enjoy the there you go. shirt, y'all. That's it. Him, she. That's it. Elemental people. That's right. it. Okay, okay, okay. Um. So yeah, I just feel like Portia is in this messy relationship too early. This this relationship, this engagement, is a little bit too messy. In the beginning, and I just y'all just just stop. Um, Bow Wow and Little Soldier Boy, whatever his soldier boy, Bow Wow, Little Bow Wow, Soldier Boy, Little Soldier, Little Drummer Boy, whoever these little children is, this grown ass man that's fighting over the MMA over this versus battle. I just hope they just really happening though. Is that really happening? Well, Bow Wow said the con the uh the contract, he ain't seen no contract yet, so he's not advertising 
for it. But I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody pay Bow Wow before he get the line again about being on jets and yachts and all this stuff like that. Get this man some money before he face. Face. She doesn't think that's funny. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, I'm here to support. He got child support. He got a little boy now that the lady, the girl said he don't take care of his kids. Huh? He has a little boy? Yes, he got like a little baby boy. The baby like a month. I mean, a year or something like that. Who's the mom? We don't know. She put up there that she chasing clout. She was like somebody. I guess somebody accused her for clout chasing, and she mm -hmm. just was like, "If I was clout chasing, I'd put out his business." But obviously, I yeah, I didn't spoke up. Shut up if you ain't clout chasing. But yeah. uh, so yeah, this verses need to go down. So uh, Bow Wow can go ahead and 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 shut Soldier Boy down, and he can <laughs> go ahead and get his little check from Swiss and Timberland, so he can pay. His child support for them two kids. Um, Is that, did you end that purposely on music because of the next topic? Exactly. So, you know, hip hop is hip hop. This is a part <laughs> of hip hop. Okay. I gave y'all some hip hop. Uh, I don't know what uh, episodes they on hip hop. They'd have been on all of them Atlanta, Miami, New York. Growing up hip hop. I think he, they were growing up hip hop. Well, Bow Wow is still on growing oh, up hip hop. Oh, okay. oh yeah, so that was hip hop, and then like I said, Erica Mena and Safari they was on Love and Hip Hop. Oh, so you were spreading us a little. Yeah, yeah. So I was just taking you through some little hip hop things because the, the the topic of the show is hip hop. Uh, I don't know necessarily what they have to do with hip hop. I'm not sure. Those were your introductions to hip hop. If your introduction to hip hop. Yeah. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Oh, no. Longhead just shut the computer down. <laughs> the demographic. Well, Danielle, look, Danielle shut the computer down. I'm sorry, Danielle. If that was your introduction to hip hop, baby, this show is not for you. This is this. Is, we too old to be talking about Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. You mean to tell me your first time you fell in love with hip-hop was little bow wow Marquita, what am i gonna do my my co-host is gone she's hung up because she is in love with bow wow always has been i really didn't expect that to be the time she'd say she fell in love with hip-hop i really knew exactly when since i lived with her but she's gone now now i gotta call her well now Don't she got to bring it she got she gonna have to bring she gonna have to bring it back. I know she fell in love with hip hop before. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you just don't know the way you move so fast. That's not when you fell in love with hip hop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marquita, Marquita, stop! Don't say anything else. Danielle, these are we are on a strict timeline. Please come back to the stage. This is ridiculous. You guys see this? Right, Marquita, uh, Danielle. This is childish. I'm gonna just do the dag on interview by my dag on self. I'm I'm over it. Danielle, well, he ain't up here. Marquita, it's time for you to go. Oh, you didn't want me to go because I talked about little grown bow wow. Nobody. Marquita. I told y'all y'all was gonna have to cut me off. I don't need. Okay. I don't. I don't kick you out. I don't want to kick you out. Say goodbye. Bye, y'all. I'm gonna see y'all uh, next two Mondays, whatever Mondays after that. And little Bow Wow better stay out of the news or I'm bringing them back. Love <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you really, you really logged off. Oh, see, I know. She just did that for the effect. <laughs> okay, so I um. T 
today. I've been actually planning this uh, topic for a while, right? I've produced yeah. this show for a while. And I had a particular person that I wanted to come on and do the sh show with us. Um, that isn't why we haven't done it, but I've been, you know, I need to be in the right spot. And miraculously, our really good, like, topic shows that I care a lot about are always either on a finale or a premiere. And I don't know if that's a, a good thing or not, but I think it's a great way to kind of finalize 40 shows. Um, as I've stated before, podcasts don't stay around this long. They usually don't even make it to 20. Um, we have done four seasons, and so we bring back five seasons very soon to you guys. We don't know when. But anyways, um, so do you want to do the introduction or you want me to do it? Or you want to talk about how we found him? Yeah, I guess we could do that. Before yeah. we bring him on, or do we want yeah, to see yeah, I'm sure okay. he would enjoy it. Okay. okay. So you go ahead. It was at your house. So go ahead. Yes. So my sister came to visit me in Atlanta. Right, Tasha? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make sure this story is right. This is the right time. Yes. Okay. And we're up all night watching. You're binge watching. We're binge watching. Watching. The four. The four. It's like a fill-in situation. Okay, so we were watching the four, and we like really I mean, episode after episode. We weren't yeah. even. It was bad. Yeah, we didn't even go any, do anything that day. I mean, I think that was before I realized I had roaches. So we're all like on the floor and everything. Um, and so that was before that. Um, so yeah, post post roach life. We no pre. <laughs> Pre-Roach Life, I found, we found Nick Harrison on the four. And we were like, oh my gosh, we were really hoping he was going to win. And we were like, I mean, but clearly the four had to kind of already happen, I guess, because I don't have cable. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Typical ATL girl, no cable, roaches living in the luxury apartment. Okay. Um, basically, we were like, oh, maybe we should message him and see if he has PR. I don't know whose brilliant idea was that probably Tasha's. And I was like, what do we have to lose? You know, like Trump said, we don't have anything to lose. Might as well go ahead, <laughs> shoot our shot. Okay. That's what he said. We don't have anything to lose. Okay, go ahead. Okay, yeah, so we, sh we <laughs> shot, we shoot it, we shoot it our shot. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. We slid into the DMs. We slid into the DMs and, you know, he didn't pick us up for PR, but he's here now. So, you know, I guess that's good. <laughs> we established a rapport, which is important. But we <laughs> like we fully believe in his talent. We fully believe in his personality, everything he represents. And he is definitely hip hop. Um, and so I you know who he is. You need to find out. You need to go on Apple Music. You need to figure it out, YouTube or whatever, because this is why he's on this show right now, like on or not right now is because this is like real hip hop. And what's funny is my son was there. I wasn't Elijah there. Mm -hmm. My son was there. And, you know, hip hop nowadays is something different. Um, and so he was like, oh, he's really good. I'm like, yeah, like this is real music. <laughs> so yeah. like it was, it was something that took us by storm. I'm still a major supporter and um, we've actually built a nice little friendship in in rapport and I, you know, even though he be acting like he don't see my messages sometimes and then sometimes, cause he be so busy y'all, but 
he he gets back with me. So I appreciate it. We've grown this little love-hate relationship. So it's works out. So um, I'm going to bring him in now. I think I need to take the banner off first. So let's bring in Nick. What's hey. up, y'all? How are you? Oh, my gosh. He's like a real person. I'm real. I'm here. Here I am. How are you guys? Good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. It's been a long time coming, but we finally made it work. It didn't have to be like that, Nick. You know it's all love. I got love for y'all. It's no, there's no hate at all on my side. I love y'all. Come on now. Oh, we love you too. Love you. <laughs> so, yeah, so what's tell- up? How's everything? Man, we we are just happy to be here and we're happy we made this show happen because music is really important in our life. So we thought this was a perfect, you know what I'm saying? It was a perfect marriage in terms of a podcast guest and what should we do? And um, so we've been holding, we've been sitting on this topic for you. So um, I appreciate it. Here I am. Let's go. And your girl was funny too. I was in the back listening. She was cracking me up. She's a trip. I'm going to tell you. Tune in. So uh, I will for sure. Tell us, tell us where it all began for you. Tell us a little bit of, for the people who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit yeah. about you and all that good stuff. Well, I live in LA now. I'm originally from the East Coast. I'm from Maryland, like 30, 45 minutes south of DC. Um, I've been making music. I've been writing ever since I was probably like nine or 10 years old. Um, I just always loved hip hop. I've always loved music, not just hip hop, R&B, rock, whatever. You know what I mean? I grew up on like Southern rock music. So <clears throat> that's heavily influencing my music as well. Um, but hip hop is always like stuck with me as far as like the lyrics, the punchlines and just the wordplay. Like it's always something that I've kind of been infatuated with. You know what I mean? So I think the first time I ever wrote something was when I actually got in trouble back in the day, like fifth, fourth or fifth grade. I'm talking I was a kid. Got in trouble for some dumb shit and my mom put me on like restriction for like two weeks. And like my goal was, I'm like, I'm gonna write this little like rap song in hopes to get out of it. So I wrote it then and then it's kind of like, ever since then, I kind of just stuck with it. Kind of a weird story, but that's kind of how like the whole writing thing started working out for me. And it worked out in my favor then. So I'm like, you know what? Let me uh, let me keep moving and keep going. And you know, for what, how old are you in fifth grade? Like nine or 10 or whatever? I was, I was pretty dope. So I just kind of stuck with it. And did you get out of it? Then, here we are. Did you get out of it? I did, I did instantly. She was like, you know, she couldn't, she couldn't keep me in there any longer. So it worked out. So like I'm saying, it worked out. So I'm like, yo, this might be the move right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> If you can convince yeah. your mom, then I you yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it worked out. Yeah, so ever since then, I just been writing nonstop. It's literally all I do. I write all the time. Uh, especially, I've been doing a lot of writing this year for uh, other artists. I joined the songwriting club, which has been really dope. Uh, I released like six singles this this year alone. I think so far. Um, so yeah, I'm just like working on a lot of new content. Working on an EP right now as well. So I just been working nonstop, writing nonstop every day. Literally for the past, I just turned 32, like two weeks ago, I'm getting old. But I've been writing literally for the past like 22, 23 years, nonstop, literally almost like every day in my life, like obsessively almost. So you know we have the uh, the the golden question, how the exactly. hell did you get on the four? Where did that come from? It was actually, it's a crazy story, it's kind of cool. So I was um, kind of in between going back and forth to LA and I just got back to the East Coast and I was staying back East for a little while. And I had one of my friend of mine hit me up and was like, yo, you should try out for this new four, show the four. And I was like, man, I'm not doing all that shit. Like, it was just never really my goal to be like on TV, to be like, you know what I mean? On one of those competition shows. I didn't really feel like it was my uh, my lane necessarily. Um, but then my manager at the time was also managing another artist from our area. And they actually reached out to him in regards to the other artist. So they had no, no clue who I was, but he was my manager at the time. So he pushed my name as well. And like kept like, yo, but check out my man, check out my man, check out my man. And they finally did. And they were like, yo, he's actually dope. So I sent him over like an audition tape. 
And then I got a call like a couple weeks later, I think it was, yeah, like maybe a week later, I went to the audition on like a Saturday. And then that Saturday night, they were like rearranging stuff. They told me that night, they were like, yo, we're absolutely, we're not, we're skipping all the other stuff. You're gonna be on the show, no question. And they were like, just be sitting around for a phone call. You'll be on, like, we're gonna start filming in the next couple of weeks. So it happened really, it was pretty right. crazy. It happened literally like so fast. It was, it was pretty wild, yeah. Is it a quick process? I mean, on TV, it seems like a long process. So is it a long process or was it a quick, like the actual, all it, of like, do, do two shows in one week or is it, you know what I mean? Or is it? Yeah. So it was, it, it was pretty fast paced. It was, um, I think the whole process lasted like two months. I'm talking about like auditions and mm -hmm. I was at the Sony studios like every day for like the whole month and just, you know, waiting for auditions. And then when I finally performed, we did my performance and then a couple of days later, I think it was, we actually filmed the following week. So I already knew that I got the chair. I already knew that I was like not in the chair the following week before you guys even knew who I was. So it's pretty fast paced and it's um, it's it's pretty interesting though. It's cool. It's definitely something different for me for sure. It's like a whole different world, but yeah. Okay. Dan, do you have a question? Thanks for letting me hop in. Great. Yeah. Um, yes. My question is how did, how has life changed after the show? I just, I met, so many people, a ton of different connects. I feel like just the awareness of who I am has, uh, you know, broadened quite a bit. Um, not as much as I like, you know, like it's people have this misconception that like a TV show like that will completely change your life. It didn't like completely change my life. Look, I'm not like sitting on millions type of things over here. You know what I mean? Uh, it's still a grind for me every single day. Uh, but no, it's, it's been dope because like I said, it just also taught me a lot about myself as an artist. It helped me grow as like a man as well to so just be, to put myself in that situation, it was a lot of pressure. It was a lot, it was it was very unfamiliar territory for me, you know, to have people sending me so much love and then sending me so much hate. Like I wasn't used to all of it. It was like, it was it was a lot for me, but it was an amazing experience that I would never ever get, change it for anything. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I've, I've met a lot of connects, met a lot of great people, um, held on and established a lot of great relationships. So I'm just trying to piggyback off those relationships and keep things moving, you know? Yeah, and my last question, because I know Tasha probably has 10 more questions. No, my last question is, after you saying that, I thought to myself, so do you think your drive has increased um, oh, as an artist? Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, living back east and I was living with my folks and stuff like that, you know, I, I had a dream. Like, I was in the basement every day, like, recording and, like, you know, I know in my mind, like, I'm going to get there eventually. I'm going to make it there one day. But... It wasn't until then that I actually like saw the fruits of my labor in a sense, like to see it actually kind of coming to fruition. So it 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 definitely inspired me to write more. Um, it definitely inspired me to kind of, uh, you know, just not be afraid to dabble in in my artistry to the fullest, as opposed to just like focus on rap because I can do a lot of other things as well. And like a lot of the thing that happened with the show, they were like, "Oh, he's a rapper. He's a battle rapper." It's like y'all know nothing about me as an artist. You know what I mean? Y'all didn't try to know anything about me. It right. was like, this is this is kind of how we want you to come in. And so that's kind of, I just kind of stayed in my lane for that show. You know what I mean? So yeah, I've just been able to like, yeah, just kind of open up and just do my thing. And just, it's it's been very inspiring for me too. And it just shows me that it's like right on the cusp. So I just got to keep going and I'm gonna get it in a big way. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about Predictable with you and Kendall Page. Oh yeah, yeah. So. That's my girl. Shout out to Kendall, by the way. You guys should uh, try to get her on your show. Uh, she's super dope. She's a sweetheart. She's like one of the closest people that, um, one of the people that I got closest with while on the show. She was like my little sister. It was cool. We were both going through the motions together. Like we had never been in a, in a situation that like that before. 
so like I said, like the love and hate was coming at us so fast. And like, it was cool to have somebody there to kind of like, yo, it's all good. You know what I mean? Calm down. We're going to be fine. You know what I mean? That type of thing. But um, I was in the studio probably, um, what is it, May right now? I think I was in the studio in February. And one of the owners, uh, Soso, shout out to Soso over at, um, uh, what is it? Over in Weddington in North Hollywood is my guy, man. He's, he's the owner of the studio. So he was playing me beats one day. And I was like, yo, this beat is fire. So he sent me this beat and then I just thought of Kendall instantly. And we had already been talking about doing a collab and it's, you know, the timing is everything, you know? So I got the beat, I sent it over to her and then she sent me like the hook melody or the hook and the pre-hook melody idea, like within like 30 minutes. So she just, it hit her and she was just ready to go. So it was just, after that, we just made it happen. We recorded it a couple weeks later and then that's all she wrote. I love that record. I think it turned out really dope. one of these days, the world will hear, you know? Yeah, no, it's just, it's such a dope record. Uh, I was I was in his, I was messaging him on Snapchat. Oh, yeah, when yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Like, remember, I was like, this is so dope. So yeah. if anyone has a moment. Like yeah, I love it. And we'll post it on our page, too, if you have a moment. Are you love. saying? Yes, Early girl, SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but y'all definitely go download it. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? Get those streams up for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll definitely push it as well. Um, so you already know before you go, we have a, the topic of the day is when did you fall in love with hip hop? So you know you got to get into it with us really quickly. When did you fall in love with hip hop? When did I fall in love with hip hop? I know this oh, is going to sound like so cliche. Or the, the song. Uh, or... No, I just, I kind of always, I, I don't, I really, I can't sp- say like a specific moment, but I just know it was like getting my, I forgot what album, I think it was a Tupac album. I think it was, I can't remember. I think I heard like Unconditional Love or something like that. And it was just like, I was like, yo, I want to rap. Like, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just so heavily influenced by like hip hop culture in itself. Like Brown Sugar is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I used to love her is one of my favorite songs. Like Common is one of my favorites. You know what I mean? So just I just I just love I love the culture I love hip hop I love the music I love I just love everything about it and uh, I don't know I just I guess just hearing the lyrics and stuff and like I said the the wordplay and the double entendres and when people say one thing but mean three other things it's just like so dope to me and I always wanted to be able to do that so you know I, I just started writing and kind of how it, how it all panned out I was like recording I'm talking about like I would take the side of the speaker off my boombox I had a microphone built into like my old Windows computer. I would take the side of that like speaker box off and I would put it next to the microphone and I would record on like sound clip on like the most basic thing ever. And I would go and I would like turn the music down to try to adjust levels. Like I've been doing this shit since it was like, I was so, I didn't know how to do it. You know what I mean? I've been doing it since I didn't even know how to do it. You know? You've been busy. You've been busy for a very long time. (laughs) I've been at it for a long time, man. It's, it's, It's crazy to look back and see how long I've been at it. You know, I've been very, you know, I've had bumps in the roads for sure. Uh, but that's life, you know? Um, but here I am today. I just still make music every single day. It's what keeps me moving. And it's what keeps me pushing. That's my all-time love. It's what I love. So I just, I wouldn't be who I am without music, you know? So I just got to keep pushing until I get there, you know? I know you probably answered this question nine million times. Who are your top five? Okay. Ooh, I was actually just thinking about this because I had a feeling this would come up. Top five. It's always going to sound so cliche, but I just feel like they're top five. I like, I love Pac. I used to like read his poetry all the time. So Pac for sure. Um, I'm a white boy, so M has definitely heavily influenced me for sure. It's just you, seeing him do it, it's like, you know, I can do it as well type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, J. Cole, for sure, is definitely my top. Uh, 
that, that's my that's like one of my heavy influences right now. Um, Little Brother, their Fonte and Big Pooh is pr probably in my top five. And then um, who else? Uh, was, was that four or was that five? It was four. And those, we'll, we'll just well, and then it's like you know it's hard because I like Nas or like Biggie, so I like all I was kinds of people. That you didn't name any of those. I was like, wait a minute, how is Nas or Biggie not in your top five? No, no, they they are though. That's the thing. Like it's so hard to kind of like. But then I just had so many other people that I listened to, like Little Brother. I was listening to them for just like three straight years. I just love Fonte. I love his wordplay. So like, just certain people have influenced me heavily and at certain times in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I but get it. I feel yeah. like the Biggie and Pac is like that's a that's a that's a given. You know what I mean? That's an all day like they're automatically up there. Oh, and then I can't forget uh, Andre Three Thousand. Andre Three Thousand is probably absolutely in my. It's like a, well, I have like a top five, and then like my five is like B, C, D, E. You feel me? Like that's yeah, how we have to categories. do that. Okay. Yeah. Now exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Danielle, did you have anything else for Nick? Um, I just have one last question. Um, my question is, what do you think is the biggest challenge that you faced thus far? And I'm asking because you have like an inspirational story. I'm all for the story. Um, you have like an inspirational story. You have a constant grind and you're not stopping, which everyone I feel like can take something from that. Yeah. So um, just to kind of make the story sweeter for the people. Um, what is the biggest, what do you think is your biggest challenge or has been? Um, I mean, I, I struggle every day, honestly, to be honest, if we're gonna be transparent, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, like I have nothing to hide. Um, mm -hmm. As far as just like, I'm an emotional person, you know what I mean? I believe in myself so much. So like when I put out music and stuff like that, I just, I'm ready for the world to react. And it's like, I'm not where I wanna be just yet. So that's a constant struggle every day to kind of like battle that mentally, you know what I mean? And do I want to keep pushing? Do I want to keep doing it? You know what I mean? But it's like, there's no other option for me. I have to keep doing it. But um, I would say up until now, the the biggest challenge for me was probably being on the television show and just dealing with um, literally the, the negativity that just came with it. Like I got so much love, so I don't want to like say the hate overshadowed the love because it didn't. You know, there was so much love, but I just had never received so much hate at one time. And just like coming in, it was like, it was a, it was a struggle for me at first, and then I just realized that those people like that's that's on them, you know what I mean? And they really don't exist in my world, so that was a real a real struggle for me to kind of overcome and realize that people are always going to have an opinion, people are always going to think you should do this, people are always going to think you should do that. They're going to have an opinion of who you are, but they don't know you. So it's like I just got to keep things moving, keep being who I am, stay true to myself, and you know, and we'll overcome. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how it is. That's a yeah. whole word, guys. I hope you guys take notes on that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, but great questions, so though. Quick. <laughs> good questions. I appreciate it. No problem. Tasha, you have anything else? No, you guys just need to make sure that you follow him in all platforms. Tell him where to find you. Tell him where yeah, to Nick find Harrison you. official. Nick Harrison official is my Instagram. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud, everything. Everything is all on my Instagram. But um, yeah, check me out. I appreciate the love. I appreciate you guys having me. It's always it's a love, love relationship with y'all. You know what it is. I appreciate y'all. I'll be in touch with you for sure. But thanks again for having me. I appreciate it, y'all. Thank you yeah. for coming. Thanks for All coming. Right, Have a good evening. All right. Uh, y'all too. I'll talk soon. All right. Bye. That was good. It was make good. Y'all go follow him on Nick Harrison official and download his music on iTunes, on Apple, um, on your Apple iTunes and everywhere. Whatever yeah. you're subscribed to, whether it's Title or 
you know, Apple, download it, guys. Definitely. Yeah. It's, it's really good, too. You know, It is. It's actually very good music. We don't have people up here talking about their music because we don't believe in it all the time. Yeah. But it's Maybe actually, like, he's a legit artist. Um, so I guess what this is when we ask for our input on when did we fall in love with hip hop? Tasha, you can go first. Um, I think I, I've been thinking about this all day. I, I believe it was, um, oh gosh, the It Was Written album, Nas. Uh, I believe it was the It Was Written album. I want to say it's the first album that I purchased on CD. Of course, there was always these, you know, little pieces here and there. And I've always been a Tupac fan. Um, so before, before Nas was, was Pac, as I'm wearing my shirt, I'm a big Poetic Justice fan um, because my two favorite people, Janet and Tupac, same movie. You, I probably know the words to the movie, but regardless of the fact, uh, Nas was when I fell in love with hip hop. That whole entire album was Bible, still is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Danielle, what about you? Well, you sound like the girl on Brown Sugar, like on the on the record, um, <laughs> on the radio show at the end of the movie, when they finally decided yeah. to be together, basically. Yeah. And I fell in love with hip hop. Yep. They skipped to the scene where they're in the park with on the bench. That's one of my favorite movies, too. Um, so uh, according to Marquita, I shouldn't have fell in love with hip hop at the- But that's not the question. The question was when you fell in love with hip hop. Yeah, so according to her, that's not appropriate. Um, so let me just give you some background information. I am not a hip hop um, kid, okay? Danielle comes from a different background than that. I come from a situation <laughs> where I listen to Britney Spears and the Hanson Brothers and Backstreet Boys and um, Sync. And that was my extent for a very long time. Um, like I listened to Sammy, like that's where I was. I was very age appropriate, I feel <laughs> like. So when people are like saying these, you know, things about hip hop at a at an age when I was not even available to listen to these things, one, I don't think that's fair on my behalf because I I had that information. It's all about the situation. And I don't think that makes me any less black or any less a lover of hip hop. Yeah, because you know, people like to throw around that that term a lot. Don't act like you never heard it. Because you, like, you like handsome. You know like you know I don't do that. I don't like that. I've been well, that's very been, versatile. I like that, it. That has haunted me for a very long time, that whole term. Yeah. Huh? I said, oh man. Yes, because I I'm I'm not the typical I, I mean, I guess I'm not for a lot of people. So anyway, I don't like to say that. I don't think that, that you should say that. Well, the people that I've met all have are African-American. All the people that I have met, including family members, Sugar, has had a problem with the things that I have learned as oh, a child. Yeah, yeah I, call, I name call. And Marquita. Marquita said my first, you know, situation with hip-hop shouldn't have been Bow Wow. Well, this is where I'm coming from. This is why it is. Um... I was probably still playing with Barbies at the age of 14. 
Yeah. But I think it's generational. So like if we were to ask someone of this time, like some a 15 or 16 year old, 17 year old who's yeah, just music, they may they may name other they people. get they, they get grace. My generation doesn't get my generation does not get grace. If you're 32 years old, you're supposed to know every Tupac song, apparently. I don't know every Tupac song unless it was played. So who, so who is your top five hip hop? So so first of all, I will say that I will say that Bow Wow probably was like my first rapper crush. Introduction to rap. Yeah, introduction possibly. Not introduction, because I heard things through the walls. Um, and so I think that was, yes, yeah, she was the person I heard through, you know, through the walls. Um, and that was in 2000. In 2003, um, Joel Santana came out with From Me to You. Um, Hurricane Katrina was in was a great album. Yeah, Hurricane Katrina was in 2005. Mm. Um, Tasha had to come back from school, I think, or something. Mm-hmm. And she had this cat named Shakur. And there was a whole thing. Cat. I had a cat. We didn't Thank have um, shelters that took, took cats, so we couldn't go to a shelter. Apparently, we were all going to risk our life for this little mean black cat. And so with that said, she introduced me to Joelle Santana in 2005. And I feel like that was like my first real, yeah, not real. I don't want to put that on him, little Bow Wow. I don't want to put that on him. Put, put that into rotation. Yeah, it's a very, I still listen to that. Um, yeah. And so I think that was like the first time I, I like actually sat down and listened. We to didn't have any power. There was didn't nothing. Have any power. I would sit on the deck and just listen to the CD was that I picked up from Target. And I think Tasha had let me listen to hers at first and then I had to go get my own. And so it was just like a very, it was, I mean, I remembered it very vividly. But so my first, I guess my top five, is that the question? So my top five right now. It doesn't have to be in order. It's just who are your top five? Okay. okay. So my top five are is Drake, um, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper is still going to, unfortunately, that's not going anywhere. You know, it's been a tough situation for me and him ever since he canceled that concert because he had a baby. Like, everyone knows a baby comes in nine months. Like weeks away. Yeah, I don't know. We had a lapse of judgment, and I'm still recovering from that decision. So, I sent her an email about the merch, and she got an attitude. I, I'm, I hold grudges. I'm working on it. I mean, it was a very big deal for me. It was like the first concert I was going to be able to see with my sister in Atlanta. It was a whole thing. We had a whole tri- trip planned. Yeah, we did. And it wasn't considered in the decision making. But that's neither here nor there. Kids before shows, I guess. So um, Chance the Rapper in second. Third would have to be... Um, Yes. So I used to have a tens in my car. <laughs> I used to have these huge speakers in my car it's from my ex-boyfriend. And um they were installed. And I mean, we were we were always it was like oh, 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 oh. Yeah, right. make sure they heard me coming my little Nissan Sentra. Okay, so I don't think I have any other ones other than that. Um those are pretty much the people that I listen to. I mean, I like Biggie. Course. You uh, rapped Biggie at my wedding. Yes, you want to tell the people about that? She rapped Biggie at my wedding. Look, <laughs> she did her speech. She did her speech as my um, maid of honor, and 
she told everyone how, you know, she remembers learning the rap song from me and listening, et cetera. And she literally wrapped the song. And I had a I'm, whole outfit change. Yeah, a whole outfit change just for it, that y'all. No, it wasn't juicy. It was juicy. What was it? I was in Ten Crack Commandments. It wasn't It was. Crack Commandments. It, wow. was. it wasn't. It was nice. Yes, I did the Ten Crack Commandments at her no, wedding. No, you did not. <laughs> no, it was. It was. Um, I think it might have been juicy. I don't think so. I have the song. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Ten Crack Commandments. Okay? Why? When did Ten Crack Commandments around our parents yeah, and our? Would it have? Yes, who are you talking to? And I didn't know anything about it. Maybe it was like, one more chance. It was a surprise, guys. So, yeah, yeah, it was a surprise. Um, I think it might have been one more chance. And basically, I was saying that my sister. One, one more chance. Okay, my sister taught me a lot, including. I mean, but I said I it wasn't the cleanest lyrics, but I you know I kept it clean because I don't curse. I'm just saying, like I was. Yes, yes I think yes. I probably would never get high on your own supply. We say all the time. <laughs> yeah, we say all the time. Just um, um. So yeah, I don't. You know, my list isn't a laundry list of old legends. Um. But I, do I respect them? Yes, I still listen to Biggie. One more chance. And all his hits. Do I know the ones that I guess people say on the side B? I don't know those. B side. But I can tell you some B side <laughs> songs from Joel Santana and Dipset. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's a generational thing. It's a generational thing, but I think that I am a little behind. Yeah, so you know, I probably will get married around 65 because that's the curve I'm on. And I may have a baby by 70. Or you may not. You may decide not to. I may not. I mean, that's the road I'm going down. <laughs> may just have some boyfriends. And you know what? I have learned. No. Okay. Go there. Okay, thanks. Look at, look, look at Charlie. You know, I'm just saying. I, I think that everybody has their own situation. I'm not sure if marriage is for me. Like hip hop might not be for everybody. Look at look at look at <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. My top five, real quick, and then we're gonna okay. run it out here. My top five, of course, um, is always and forever is gonna be Pac. Um Nas. Nas and Pac are neck and neck for me. Um I named Elijah after his middle. They both have the same middle name. And apparently I named my cat after Tupac. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh I would like to thank Ah, uh, I know. I personally think Lauren Hill is hip hop. Um, oh, she is. I should have added her to my list. She's, I mean, listed under neo soul R and B, but she's also listed under the hip hop genre. So I always think um, Lauren Hill. Do you want to tell people about that song that you used to think she was? I really have to use the bathroom, guys, but I'm holding it in. Do you well, want to tell people about the song? Yeah, yet? you don't want to tell people. Nope, I'm not even on my list. Okay. Yeah, Kanye. And I want to say J. Cole, I think. Okay. is. I like J. Cole, too. With a, maybe in the kind of that category that Nick talked about, um, I'm a late lover of, of Nip, but Nipsey was is really good. It was really, really talented. Yeah. So I think that um, I, I'm a, I listen to the lyrics, so I'm that kind of girl. 
All right, y'all. Well, it's time to wrap it up. Danielle has to go to the bathroom and I want to go eat dinner. So Danielle, tell the good people what they can do with everything. And oh, thank y'all for 40 freaking episodes of sticking. I can't, my gratitude, my every, I can't express how much gratitude I have for each and every person. Grateful, grateful, grateful. That's a grateful. That's a great song. That right there, that all of that that she just did. Um, thank you so much. We appreciate it so much. I, you don't have to. You know what? Somebody told me. Somebody told me one time that nobody really cares. Are we see me in my selective though? Do you see my selective? Okay. <laughs> somebody told me one time that nobody cares about what we say or what we have to say, and apparently somebody gives a damn. So we appreciate it. Somebody um, told you that one time. Yep. Hats well, off. they need to get out of your life. I hope they are not in your life anymore. Are they or are they dead? <laughs> Danielle, pour into them. Pour into them. Tell everyone about pouring into them and pouring out. Who said that? I mean, you supposed to be all about wellness. You got to remove these toxins. Selective has really good sales. Y'all should really Did they have a good sale tonight, today? I don't know, but I, uh, it's always something good on sale. So yeah, I a little commercial break um, since she's here. Um, feel free to pick up your selective at your local internet browser. <laughs> Just type in www.selective.com. There's probably a sale because I think there was a new line. Bright colors for the summer, ladies. It has some type of technology that lifts your butt as well. It lifts if your butt so much. Huh? If your butt needs lifting. If your butt needs lifting, and even if it doesn't, it does. Actually, it does. Yeah, it does add to an extra um. Um. So be prepared to have some cat calls in the gym, and that's why I haven't worn mine out to the gym yet. Because my confidence is going to look like I got confidence, but do I? I'm not sure. With that, <laughs> I Okay, pour so into pour into them. Thank you guys for always joining, tuning in and joining us to have girl chat, I guess you could say, um, sister talk. And if you haven't followed us yet, follow us. <laughs> Thank you, Anita. Follow us um, on Instagram at underscore or not podcast. Check us out on YouTube and all of the podcast platforms, the apples, the pears and cherries. Um, make sure that you like this video when you get off of the platform you watching it on and then share it with a friend. That's the best type of support y'all. Listen, the algorithm loves you don't know what an algorithm is. An algorithm is something that is important to influencers. Right. So please share. If you don't want to tell nobody you like to watch us every week, just share it. You don't got to tell nobody. <laughs> share it. Allow for us to pour into them like we pour into you each and every Monday. And so with that said, we hope that you have taken something from that. We hope that you're able to go out into the world, pour into others, and that you have an awesome week. And, you know... Be we don't know we don't coming back, but we coming back. We'll let y'all know we'll be back in a few weeks. Bye, y'all.